0: Hello, and welcome to State of Crime. One state, two murders, lots of crime, with Elena and Kaylin. There, I said our names We have for names you. today. That's right. <laughs> so, back to West Virginia. Back to West Virginia. We're not going to be coal mining.
1: Nope. We are... Go- now, I don't know... I actually don't remember what state this was in. Do you remember a couple of years ago... I actually believe it was in 2012, of the two young girls who stabbed their best friend almost to death because, quote-unquote, the Slender Man told them to. I think that was
0: Minnesota.
1: Was that in Minnesota? I
0: believe so. I'm going to look it up real quick, but I'm pretty sure that it was. So... It was actually Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Okay.
1: So that was one of the that was one of the cases that I at one point had done a lot of research on well prior to the podcast. I think I had listened to another podcast on it and thought it was the craziest thing. Well
0: yeah, that was such a bizarre. And there was actually a movie that was recently made about it called, called Slenderman. Yeah, I think. yeah, well, a documentary, and then oh, there's a yeah. horror movie called Slenderman, Slenderman too. Yeah. But they actually did a very in-depth documentary, which was just
1: they did a Lifetime ugh. movie on it mm-hmm. too. Yeah. But yeah, so this was very reminiscent of that. Okay. For
0: me. Oh, gee. But
1: in that case, for those of you, who <gasps> I don't know the know, one you're
0: doing. No! I'm sorry, I do because <laughs> when I was doing my research. I've seen it because, and this is one that I followed very, very closely when it happened. Yeah. And then I've seen a lot of, you know, on ID and different places, like, because this one is also just so messed up and heartbreaking yeah. and horrific. So, sorry, I'll shut no, up. No, you're
1: fine. So I'm excited. for those of you who don't know anything about the <laughs> the case with the two young girls who stabbed their, one of their best friends. Right almost to death this they stabbed
0: her 19 times 19 times I mean the fact she and survived she was, is a miracle I think
1: they were each like 11 and 12 yeah 12, they 12 were 13.
0: super young like I want to say 11 to 13 area was, yeah, yeah was the age range and
1: this little girl who got stabbed 19 times army crawled her way out of the fucking woods and got help and fucking survived yeah Brave little girl, mm-hmm. strong little girl. She was not dying that day, and she no, knew she was not no. dying that day. She was not going to let that happen. Mm-mm. But I loved that case. I mean, it horrible, but like I love that that little girl was so brave and so strong enough that even after her best friends, so not only did she have to deal with the betrayal of her best friends.
0: The girls, I think they were all 12. okay. It looks like, yeah. yeah. So,
1: so not only did she have to deal with the betrayal of her best friends who just lured her into the woods just to stab her, to they planned on killing her. Yes, they did, sacrificing her to the mm-hmm. Slender Man mm-hmm. who doesn't exist. Even the man who came up with it has come forward saying right. that like everything about this was fake and I made it all up. Right. And it's just completely crazy. But I love that that little girl was so strong. Mm-hmm. An army crawled her way out of the woods to get help. Yes. Absolutely insane. But that's not what this case is. But it is very reminiscent of it. At yes. least I thought so. So we're going to be talking about the murder of Skylar Niece. Oh, this is. And it's. Oh. It's so sad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so she. Skylar Niece was the only child of her parents, Mary and Dave, and at the time, her mother worked as an admin assistant at a cardiac lab, and her father was a product assembler at Walmart, and she was an honor student at her high school, and she wanted to become a criminal lawyer, and she worked at Wendy's with two of her very close friends. Now, these two friends of hers were Sheila Eddy and Rachel Schoaf, I would assume is how Mm -hmm. you say her last name. I think so. And Sheila was also an only child. She was born in Blacksville, West Virginia. Her parents were divorced in 2000. And she, her mom had problems. She struggled a lot trying to raise Sheila and it 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 was rough. Mm-hmm. Now Rachel grew up in Morgantown and she was also an only daughter, and all three of the girls went to the same high school. Mm-hmm. They were close friends. They all and they so they went to the same high school, they were all best friends, they worked at the same place. And on July 5th, 2012, Skyler niece went home and her and her family lived in an apartment building and so she went home to her apartment building after she had finished her shift at wendy's and there is surveillance video of her getting there at about twelve thirty a.m on july 6th and the surveillance shows her climbing out of her bedroom window and getting in to a car. And Skylar's dad said that she did not take her char- her phone charger. Her window was left open. So he knew she was planning on coming home that night. Right. So he may not have known at that time that she was sneaking out. But when they realized that she was gone, he's like, oh, well, she's coming back. She didn't take her charger. Her window's still open. She's making it easy for her to get in and out. And she doesn't need her charger because she doesn't plan on being gone that long.
0: Well, that's the whole point of sneaking out. You're usually going to sneak back in. Exactly. So nobody really realizes you were ever gone in the first place. Exactly.
1: Now, so that was at approximately 1230 a.m. on July 6th, 2012. So she climbs out her window and gets into a car. And cops later had found out that this car that she got into was owned by Sheila Eddy, her best friend. Also, this is not strange. You've got some teenage girls who are best friends. They work together. They're super close. And they want to go do something. Right. And it's late. They sneak out. This is not unusual. I mean, I never had to sneak out because my parents kind of let me do what I wanted. They, I was just open about it. I never
0: sneaked out because I was a goody-two-shoes. I just but... <laughs> never,
1: I never had to sneak yeah. out.
0: You know what I mean? And I have to say, I never really did either. Like, my parents were very, very trusting. And I always earned their trust, too. I mean, but I did. I, you know, if I told my parents, I'm going to so-and-so's house. I'll be home at 2 o'clock in the morning, as long as it wasn't a school night, whatever. Yeah. They were like, okay, she'll be home at 2.
1: And I always was. Yeah. yeah so... So they all are in the car and they end up going towards someplace. So they were they had somewhere in mind. We don't exactly know where that someplace was, but they see a cop parked in front of a gambling lounge and they panicked and turned around. Right. They eventually end up at the, across the Pennsylvania state border. So they went from West Virginia into Pennsylvania. Uh Uh-huh. And they went to a spot where the three of them have gone before. They were all used to this spot. They used to go there to get high, to smoke pot. So Sheila and Rachel end up... Driving. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> What's going on with me today?
0: Kaylin's having a moment, my I dear am, listener. And it, we just have to bear with her.
1: It's been it's been a long day. <laughs> and I just can't handle we it. We love you. So they end up in Pennsylvania. They are at this normal spot that they normally get smoke weed. Whatever. So Sheila and Rachel had been uh, apparently been planning this for months. This was this was something that they had talked about and they had gotten very in depth which is insane to me too that they and and that was the thing with
0: the slenderman murder too since you know those girls had planned it yes and even like attempt you know had like attempts where they took her out and they were going to do it and then they changed their minds but what was the why like i don't remember why they decided they wanted to do this to her
1: I don't, Do you remember what they, the motive was? Yeah, they didn't want to be her friend anymore.
0: That was it. They just decided they yeah. don't like her anymore. Yeah. But there was no, like... Stolen boyfriend or no. anything that we normally
1: no. They just didn't want her to be their friend anymore. So
0: you know this this goes back to the little thing too, like you know when people want to get a divorce, like the case in Colorado recently, right? That's tied to Idaho. Patrick be... Frazee. Yes.
1: Oh, we have a we have an episode on that by the way. Maria was in on that one. Yes,
0: and it was awesome. Maria, I always love it when Maria's so here. Nice. She's so fantastic. But um, you know, just that whole idea. I didn't want to get a divorce, so I'm going to kill him.
1: Right, I. I right, do you know what I It's mean? like let's think about this for a moment. Which is more difficult? Yes. So they had been planning this murder for a while. Okay. And they left Sheila's house prepared. They brought kitchen knives, paper towels, bleach, uh, like wash rags, um, clean clothes, and a shovel. Holy hell. They each concealed the knives on them. They made sure each of them had at least one knife. And then the rest of the stuff that they had that they needed, they put in the trunk.
0: So there were the two girls with, um, what's her name? Sorry. Our victim. So Sheila Sheila
1: and Rachel are the two perpetrators. Okay.
0: And it's just the three of them, correct, in the car. Okay. And
1: Skylar niece is just, she just thinks she's going to hang out with her friends. Friends, Right, like I'm sneaking out for a little bit
0: to be naughty and smoke a little weed.
1: Exactly. So she, (laughs) she's just not expecting any of this. So they get to their spot, they get out, and everything's fine. And Sheila and Rachel end up telling Skylar, like, shit, we forgot a lighter. If you guys are driving all the way across the border to go smoke some weed, you're not going to forget a lighter. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you really need three things to get high. The weed, something to smoke out of, and the lighter to and light it. what year
0: was this again?
1: This was in 2012. Okay, so it's, it's more recent, too, than I remember. Yes. So, she... Skylar, since they said they forgot a lighter... And they made it seem more like they forgot the lighter in the car. They get out of the car. They walk a little ways and they're like, oh, shit, we forgot a lighter. So Skylar decides to go back to the car. She volunteers to go back to the car. And I feel like that's something that we'll never really know. Did she really volunteer or were those other two girls like, you should go back to the car and get a lighter for us? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because all we really have is a testimony of these two girls And clearly they can't be trusted with anything because they fucking murdered one of their best friends. So. Right. You never know.
0: And they thought that was a better mode than just to not be her friend anymore. And weren't they also like super close with her mother? Wasn't that part of the thing too? I believe
1: so, yes. Yeah. So she goes back to get her lighter. And as she turns around to walk away, that is when Rachel and Sheila... They counted to three because this was their agreed upon signal. They would count to three and that is when they were going to start killing their be- one of their best friends. So they counted to three. They gave the signal and they start stabbing Skylar. And she tries to run, but she was only really able to run a couple of feet before Rachel tackled her mm-hmm. to the ground And they continued stabbing her. Now, during the whole thing, Skylar puts up a fight. And that is one of the things that even almost all of the cases that we have, whether it is women, children, anything, no matter who it is, that's attacking them most of the time they fight back. Right. And I love if that. If they
0: have the opportunity or the exactly. chance. And the ones that don't, it's usually because there, there is no exactly. way they can. And, you know, of course, I want to, you always want to, I guess, honor or, I, that's not quite the word I'm looking for, but we always want to make sure we keep our attention focused on the victims too. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And the fact, this is going to sound really gruesome to a lot of people, but my mother has been a nurse for most of my life. And she, she was a stay at home mom until I was seven. And then she went back to nursing school and all this stuff. And you know, I was always a very dramatic child. And <laughs> I always like to like... still is it, an adult. Well, yes. You know me too well. I but I would like fake die all the time. <laughs> do you know I, I don't know why. <laughs> that was just the thing I loved to do. That's like funny. way into my teens, way older than I should have been when I would still do this. But I would fake die. And she'd always go, Elena, it is not that easy to die. Death is not that easy. And I've always, <laughs> you know... I ab- can picture for <laughs> <pershing that. laughs> no. sure. And I've always thought about that, you know, when especially when we talk about these sort of cases. I mean, I've seen it in, you know, people I've known who had horrible diseases or whatever the case. It it, it always life. You know, there is always, I think, this drive in people to hold on to life. Yeah. And to see cases like this where it wasn't a quote-unquote natural death. You know what I'm saying? There was no way that this was quote-unquote their time to go or anything like that. Yeah. Of course there's going to be a brutal fight. Mm -hmm. And it just, it breaks my heart all the more, I guess. Yeah. I, I, yeah.
1: So, since Skylar did fight back, she does end up getting Rachel's knife away from her. And in a, she in an attempt to defend herself, you know, she's, at this point, fighting for her fucking life. Mm-hmm. And I just sounded like R. Kelly, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I, not, <laughs> I mean, I,
0: I try to think about things like that. What would I do in a situation like that? I mean, just, I can't imagine. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you're yeah. going out with your two best friends. The girls going out for a good time. And they're stabbing
1: you. Well, ugh. Oh. Yeah. So, she gets the knife away from Rachel, and she ends up cutting Rachel's knee. But, Sheila is still continuing to stab Skylar until there was silence, is what she said. Mm -hmm. Rachel says that Sheila continued to stab her until there was no sound coming from her at all. Sweet baby. Um, Her exact words were... Skylar's neck stopped making gurgling sounds. Oh,
0: God. Yeah, I remember that line in one of the other, you know, either, whether it was Dateline or whatever, yeah. you know, one of the shows I watched on that and I just remember going, you're a horrible human. Like, this this, this is evil. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that, you know, the human brain isn't fully formed till 25 and especially the frontal lobe where you make, you know, rational decisions. Stuff like this goes far beyond that. Mm -hmm. There's something very inherently wrong and broken in you Mm -hmm. to be able to do something like this and say something like that.
1: Yes. mm, Bonkers. Absolute bonkers. Well, and disgusting, I'm sorry, but that is a disgusting thing Mm -hmm. to happen. But according to her autopsy, Skylar had more than 50 stab wounds on her body. Oh my God.
0: So this was a frenzy of, can you, and that's the other thing, imagine that. Imagine the strength and to do that to another human.
1: Now I'm It's not easy to
0: stab somebody. A knife does not pull out of a body easily. This is really gross and horrible. And I don't even remember how or why I learned this information. But I remember, I think I was reading something about medieval warfare and they were talking about why swords have a channel cut in them. And it's because when you stab somebody, the muscles clench and it forms a seal and then you can't get the sword back out.
1: Oh. And you
0: have to have those indentations in there because that allows, you know, the air, an air break so you can pull, because it's hard to It's as hard to pull it back out as it is to put it in sometimes. I'm sorry, that's really gross and horrible, like I said. But, you know, so to (laughs) stay... Kaylin's dying
1: laughing at me right now. But, so to do that is horrible. Yeah. Now, I do have some questions. So, we know that at some point Skylar got Rachel's knife away from her. Okay. And then we know that Sheila... Just kept fucking going. Mm -hmm. She wasn't stopping. Did Rachel stop after Sheila's... Or after Skylar took the knife from her? It was most... And I'm not trying to take any of the blame away from Rachel at all.
0: I'm not certain, Kaylin. Like I said, I most of my exposure to this case was around the time it happened within the first year or two. And...
1: So, because the way I understand it... So she turns around... They start stabbing her. She tries to run. Mm -hmm. Rachel tackles her. And then there's a struggle between the two of them where Skylar gets Rachel's knife, cuts her knee. And then you've got Sheila who is just stabbing. Wait, after she gets her knee cut, is she done? Because in my mind, it sounds what I picture, which I know sounds terrible to be picturing things like this. But what I picture is she gets her knee cut. And then at that point, like she, I don't know if she kind of just stops or like backs away, but it kind of makes it sound like she just let, she just stood there there and watched Sheila stab her until she died. I want to say that,
0: yes, I don't know that she totally stopped, but it seemed if I'm. And it's been a long time, so I'd have to go back and do some research. I want to say one of the girls was far more culpable and active and vicious than the other. Which would have been Sheila. Yes,
1: yes. So, after they killed Skylar, Sheila and Rachel attempt to bury her body. They first drug her to the side of the road uh which didn't work because the road ran along ran along a creek and the soil was just really hard and rocky it was too much to dig a mm-hmm. hole they couldn't dig there it wasn't they didn't pick a good ground to be digging in right and they decided instead to cover her body with rocks and branches Ugh. and and dirt <laughs> Yeah, throw
0: a little dirt on
1: there, just, you right. know, because that's what you do. So, Rachel and Sheila then got, they went back to the car, they cleaned themselves up, they changed their clothes, they cleaned whatever they, the knives and stuff that had blood on them, they did ever and they disposed of, it says they left the scene and then disposed of their bloodied clothes. Okay. Now... When this all started being investigated, it started out as a runaway case because there was video of her sneaking out of her house. right? And she was in sound enough mind that it didn't seem like she was... It didn't seem like she was in imminent danger. Mm -hmm. It didn't seem like she was kidnapped. So they didn't do an Amber Alert. They didn't do any of that. And it it was just it was weird mm-hmm. that nobody really knew anything. They just right. expected they just assumed she ran away. And yeah. I think that that we've talked about this before again with the Amber alerts and stuff that a certain age of people which she didn't fit in that certain age because right. she was 16. Minors yeah. and older I think it's like six I don't know minors right. <laughs> and the older people. Mm-hmm. They get considered; they're considered like a high priority, high risk Mm -hmm. when it comes to them disappearing. Right. But anyone in between there, they're like they probably just went off. Well,
0: especially like you said, I mean, her window was open. You know, even though she didn't seem in distress for the most part, to be the type of kid who would just up and run away, there Mm -hmm. hadn't ever been you know that sort of Mm -hmm. behavior from her before. And again, we have to remember you know, the police are very often inundated. I mean, people call 911 because they got five McNuggets instead of six. So that's the other side of the coin that I think we also have to remember. Again, it doesn't lessen the heartbreak or our frustration with people who do get jaded and don't do their jobs. And that's the thing, like, I think about that as a teacher. I deal with, you know, the boy who cried wolf situations all the time. But part of the job is you just have to know my job is to treat every one of these as if it's serious. Yeah.
1: So there was a tip early on that Skylar had been seen in North Carolina but they very quickly had come to the conclusion that that was not accurate. And during some more investigation they get the surveillance video of So they get the surveillance video from her apartment complex, and they see her get into this car. And that is how they are able to find out who the car belongs to. And when they find out it belongs to Sheila Eddy, they call her in and they interview her. And she admitted to picking Skylar up, but then said that she dropped her back off an hour later. And the FBI ends up getting involved with West Virginia State Police to search for Skylar. And that was on September 10th of 2012. Okay, and that was the day that people started getting interviewed. Mm-hmm. Something what they realized something wasn't. And right. how long was this after she disappeared? So herself? that was September 10th when the FBI got got that involved, evolved. and she disappeared July 7th. So this was quite a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. And they start interviewing people from her school. And her friends and everyone like that. And what broke the case wide open was Rachel shof cracking. She cracked right under the pressure. Which,
0: yeah, I mean, I'm glad that she did. Yes. Just so these poor parents.
1: Can have some closure. Yes. You
0: know, don't, don't think, oh, our, you know. Beloved daughter ran away. That the the agony. I can't imagine every night going to bed and not knowing where your kid is.
1: You know, I would I would lose it. Kills it kills me. Yeah, I would I would yeah. fucking lose it. Yeah, me too. So Rachel Schof ended up admitting to planning this murder of Skylar niece with Sheila Eddie. Okay, and they. Rachel says that the reason that they did it, their their motivation for it, their motive for it, mm-hmm. was that they didn't like her and they didn't want to be friends with her anymore. That's it. I, that,
0: <laughs> I mean, lots of mean girls kind of jokes, you know, flood in here. Yeah. But it's such a horrific situation. You definitely, it's hard to make a joke about it. But oh my God.
1: And Skylar's dad had said, like, the girls... All three of them were best friends Mm. and Sheila hid. And you hear about this a lot. Murderers and perpetrators tend to put themselves into the investigation. Mm -hmm. They do what they can to be kind of in the center of it. Right. So one, they have all the information Mm -hmm. that the police have for the most part and it makes them look less, less incriminating. It's less right. incriminating, which now that we know that's such a big thing, it normally makes them seem more inc- incriminating. Mm-hmm. It's more incriminating to them to be right in the center of everything. And that's what Sheila Eddy did. Right. She stuck herself right in there. She was right next to Skylar's family searching for her, yeah. which is And wasn't disgusting. she
0: like... Trying to comfort the mother. Do I remember that correctly?
1: Yeah, it's just... She, it's She helped the family look. They posted missing persons flyers, and she was all about that. Mm-hmm. She was so involved with it, it's disgusting. I agree. Because, first of all, not wanting to be friends with someone is no reason... I mean, there's not a whole lot of reasons to kill somebody, but that is, like, at the lowest place. Like, you just... Because you don't want to be friends with them mm-hmm. anymore... fucking grow a pair of balls and tell them you don't want to be friends with them anymore. I agree. Like, none, neither of your worlds are going to end. It may seem like it for a second, but like, well, just ghost them. I mean, honestly, if you're, if you're too weak to
0: follow through with any of this, they'll figure it out eventually that you don't want to be
1: friends with them. But don't, don't don't murder them. (sighs) Don't stab. I know. So, After Rachel's confession, she then led investigators right to Skylar's body. Mm -hmm. And on March 13th, 2013, a press release was issued stating that her body was found in Wayne Township, Pennsylvania on... January 16th, 2013. Uh So, this is all very spread out because she was murdered on July 7th, 2012. FBI didn't get involved until September 10th, 2012. And it doesn't say exactly when Rachel confessed. Uh But they found her body on January 16th, 2013. Mm -hmm. And... Or that's, that was the day that her remains had been identified. Okay. So this is still six months. Six months of a span of just the time until her body got identified. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until March 13th when the press, was, press release was put out that they did find her body. Mm-hmm. And... It was... <laughs> so, and like we said, they were close friends. They started being friends when they were children. Yeah. At least Sheila and Skylar did. Rachel didn't come about until high school. And it was... There are some... You asked about other motives besides mm-hmm. just wanting to be friends. There are some rumors. Okay. I don't normally like rumors.
0: Okay. But
1: we're gonna run with it and we'll throw them out there just cause. Just because we can. Okay. So... Skylar and Sheila have been best friends since they were children. Okay. And then Rachel comes in during high school, and supposedly Skylar had gotten upset that Sheila and Rachel had become so close, Mm -hmm. and it also says that she allegedly witnessed Sheila and Rachel having sex at a sleepover, and... The girls were scared that their like secret love affair was going to was gonna be like made public that they were like lesbians sleeping with each other, and so that's why they killed her. So like that on top of like Skylar supposedly being jealous that they were so much closer than Skylar and Sheila were, and it was just a bunch
0: of right.
1: It sounds like a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like somebody's taking advantage of the fact that this girl just got murdered gruesomely, Mm -hmm. and they have to, like, try to find some fun way to like, Right. You know what I mean? Yes. So, on May 1st, 2013... Okay, so I did say that this seemed like a very long process. Right. Not. If you really look at it, she was murdered July 7th, 2012. Okay. On May 1st, 2013, so less than a year later... Rachel Schoaf pled guilty to second degree murder. Which I know why she got second degree because it was probably a plea deal deal. and because she confessed and took him to the body. Bullshit. She confessed that they planned this for months. Mm -hmm. She confessed that this was premeditated. This was first degree. I don't care whether or not you cracked and told on yourself or not. But they had... It's the plea deal thing, honey. I know, and And, it's fucking stupid. I know,
0: I know it's frustrating. You know, and how much longer would her parents have had to wonder where she was?
1: Yeah, I know. I
0: know. I, I have issues with those things, too. But...
1: And see, I don't know why if she... Now, maybe this just might be my own ignorance when it comes to things... Like, I understand the law for the most part, but there are, like, specifics that I'm kind of, I still am, like, confused about. Mm -hmm. She confessed before they found out anything, so why would she need to make a plea deal in the first place? She
0: Just because she confessed. So you can be questioned by the police and confess to something and then retract that confession. She did a plea deal where everything was written out, legal documents, notarized. She signed it. Do you see what I'm saying? It's all in black and white. It can never be. She can't go back and say, I mean, I guess she can. But it's because it's the same as if she went on trial and were found guilty for these things. Because
1: couldn't she, since she was questioned by, and most of these, I mean, all of these interviews, especially with missing people, mm-hmm. interviews are recorded. Right. So couldn't she, she confessed. Right. Even if she decided to plead not guilty, if she, if they didn't give her this plea deal of, right. we'll take it down to mm-hmm. second degree. If they didn't do that.
0: And they said, we're going to go ahead and put you on trial for first degree. They
1: have this confession tape.
0: They do. And yet, as you and I know, OJ Simpson got off. I mean, do you know, there's, it's always a gamble what a jury is going to do. And there's also, as horrible as it sounds, the expense of it. A trial is very, very expensive. Yeah. And if, and also, if you just want to wrap up loose ends, like you said, closure, let people, let it be over, and let people move on with their lives. I think that's part of the equation as well.
1: It still makes me mad. I know. I My, think, me too. Me I too. think also with them being minors, kind of... Kind of, yeah, okay. But still, I'm mad. So, she, again, confessed. She, it was in a court transcript of her, transcript of her telling the court what happened, their plan, what actually went down, about them getting out of the car. They talked her into going back. Then they started stabbing her and all of this. And they also talked about, their attempt to bury her body. But since they couldn't, they covered it with branches and sticks and uh, stones and stuff like that. And then the court transcript also hinted at other students overhearing conversations between Sheila and Rachel about their murder plan, but failed to report it thinking they were joking. Now, I have always, and we've talked about this before too. If you see something, say something. If you hear something, say <laughs> something. Be proactive, people. But think about it in high school. How many times do you hear somebody say, "Oh, I'm gonna fucking kill him"? Oh, right, right. You know what I mean. Yeah. You can't take every single one no. of those things to the cops because no. n- most of the time they're don't no, they're not actually right, going to kill somebody. Right. But the way this sounds is that they heard. People heard conversations like, "Oh, we're gonna do it this way this time." Exa- there's there's a difference
0: between like you said, where people just explode with, "I'm gonna kill them. I hate them." You know, even if they say something, like, "I'm gonna hit him with my car," that's very different than, "All right, we're gonna go pick her up. We're gonna take her across the state line. You bring the knives. I'll bring." You're right. There's a difference, there. but we don't know exactly what exactly. they heard either so, because so. all it
1: says is that they heard them talking about a murder plot. But whatever. <laughs> Again, if you see something, say something. If you hear something, say something. Yes, Be proactive. Now, according to Rachel's plea deal, mm-hmm. she pled guilty to murder in the second degree by, uh, quote, I'm, I'm using air quotes here since nobody <laughs> can see it, um by unlawfully, finitiously, willfully, maliciously and intentionally causing the death of Skylar Niece by stabbing her and causing her fatal injuries. Yes. So, in the plea agreement, the state of West Virginia recommended a, a sentence of 40 years in jail. And her, Rachel's family issued a public apology for her actions that got announced from her lawyer.
0: Okay. And
1: I have a hard time, I get it. I do. I understand the big scrutiny behind the family of a murderer, and I understand it not being able to come from her or her family. I get that it had to come from, from a lawyer, but I would have taken it more to heart had it been her, From them. Her.
0: Oh, her. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, her family too, but then again, Why is her family really apologizing? Here's another thing too, when
0: you were talking, so she gets 40 years. So so obviously these two were also tried as adults.
1: Mm. I didn't think about that.
0: And that's something too. They weren't going to a juvie detention center where at 21 they might be, Mm -hmm. and maybe they were, maybe at age 21, maybe they were kept there and then switched over to an adult prison. But it sounds to me to get that kind of a sentence
1: so it doesn't specify for Rachel. Okay. But because it just says that the state recommended a sentence of 40, 40 years. years. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what she ended up getting. Mm-hmm. Now, Sheila is a completely different story.
0: Because she's completely non-repentant, right? Exactly. Yeah. So- and she was the one that was also who had the main beef and Yes, was kind of the mastermind and push. Okay.
1: And did mo- from what I understand did the most, most damage damage. Yes. So on September 4th, 2013, so this is a little over a year after right. Skylar's murder. Prosecutors publicly identified Sheila Eddy as the second alleged perpetrator of, of the murder of Skylar Niece. And then they also announced that she would be tried as an adult. See? Yeah. So, Sheila was indicted by a grand jury on September 6th, 2013, with one count kidnapping, one count first degree murder, and one count conspiracy to commit murder. Okay. And she pled not guilty to all of the charges. Of
0: course she did.
1: Now, her trial was originally set for January 28th of 2014 so now because she wasn't being cooperative and she pled not guilty and she didn't confess to anything her trial in the whole process is clearly going to be more lengthy than Rachel's was so she she ended up pleading not guilty and it was set for the her trial was set for January 28th, 2014 but since she was probably going to be facing charges from both federal and Pennsylvania authorities mm-hmm. in addition to the West Virginia charges. Because they have like some, probably like
0: a kidnapping component to this, the mm-hmm. transportation over state lines.
1: Okay. Well that and once you with kidnapping, at least this is what I understand going through custody and stuff with my son, is even without a, which they're older, so the, and this isn't a custody thing, mm-hmm. but any time someone takes a minor over state lines without parental consent, it is automatically kidnapping, okay. and it is automatically a federal offense because they have crossed state lines. Okay. I think that is what I understood from it when I went through my whole that makes case. sense So she would admit so that comes in the federal comes into play since she went over state lines with somebody okay. who was a minor and she had, is getting charged with kidnapping and then Pennsylvania authorities are definitely gonna charge her because the murder took place in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and then West Virginia, they still have the kidnapping charges and stuff like that. So she ended up buckling and she pled guilty to first degree murder. Mm-hmm. And as a result for that, she was sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole in after 15 years. Oh. This bitch only has to spend 15 years in prison before she can get out.
0: That's disgusting.
1: Yeah. Piss me off. Now, hmm. so when I said earlier, this is, I'm bouncing back and forth a little. That's okay. So sorry about it, guys. So I did say that Rachel was, it was recommended that she get 40 years. Okay. She actually received a sentence of 30 years in prison and will be eligible for parole after 10 years. Okay. Okay. And they are both incarcerated at the In Correctional Facil- Correctional Center in Mason County. <coughs> Ooh, excuse you? <laughs> Sorry me about that. That that one stuck up on me. <laughs> now, because of this, they have passed what they called Skyler's Law. Okay. And. Because there was not an Amber Alert issued in Skylar's disappearance because the circumstances didn't meet all of the criteria that an Amber Alert would meet. And we talked about this, I know, before
0: about Mm -hmm. our frustrations with exactly when and how does that happen because it seems like we've both seen cases where we felt like it should happen and it yes. didn't and yes so
1: there are four criteria points that have to be met for an amber alert to be issued
0: mm-hmm.
1: one is that a child is believed to have been abducted okay two the child is under 18. Mm-hmm. three the child may be in danger of death or serious injury okay and four there's a sufficient there is sufficient information to indicate the Amber Alert would be helpful. All right. So there's a waiting period of 48 hours before a teenager could be considered missing. And I think that that's bullshit anyway because if anybody knows anything about 48 hours, the first 48 hours is the most important time right. after any sort of crime. So important there's even a TV show called first
0: The First 48.
1: 48. hours, right. Like, like guys... <laughs> And see, that is something that drives me nuts, because it's clearly important enough that there, like you said, there's a there's a TV show mm-hmm. that that first forty eight hours, hours is the most right. crucial. You get most of your information. You're not going to lose as much evidence that way. Like it's important. Why is it that even, especially with minors, teenagers, mm-hmm. why is it that you have to wait forty eight hours to call them in, out right. as missing when those are the most important? Hours. Hours. I I agree with you. And again,
0: this idea that people are like, well, she just sneaked out. She's a runaway. And they take that somehow less seriously. Oh my gosh, I'm dying.
1: I love the fact that you're an English teacher and you just said, she sneaked out. Like oh, shut up. Sorry.
0: Okay, sorry guys. I think it might actually be snuck, but I think I just, my brain is slow to Is it snuck? She snuck out, sneaked? <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to look it up now. But I, I just get so frustrated and the idea too that we treat all teenagers the same.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you know, teenager A is just of course going to act like teenager Z mm-hmm. when that absolutely is not the case. Mm-hmm. And Listen to people who know them and treat them as individuals.
1: So, since there was this waiting period, mm-hmm. um, a West Virginia state legislator, legislator um, that's from the same uh, district as Skylar Neese and her family were from, uh-huh. he, they introduced a bill called Skylar's Law. And this would modify West Virginia's Amber Alert plan to issue immediate public announcements when any child is reported missing and in danger, regardless of whether the child is believed to have been kidnapped.
0: And I absolutely love that idea. Mm -hmm. And another thing that I, I think we need to talk about is if a kid does run away. Say the kid actually does run away. They're still in danger. Of course, because where are they going to go? Who are they going to stay with? Do you know, are they, they're not running away to grandma's house for chocolate chip cookies. No. Most likely they're running away to somebody's house who's kind of skeevy or they're
1: on the streets. And most of them are not running away with wallets full of cash where they can like get a hotel room. And as a minor, you can't, you can't get a hotel room anyway. You don't have a credit card, you know, yeah. Except for some maybe like skeezy, sketchy-ass little motels that, like, might do it if you, like, slip them an extra Mm -hmm. 20. You know what I mean? So it's like well, they're still in danger. And
0: even adults, like, just because somebody chooses to disappear, that doesn't mean that law enforcement and everyone else should not be looking for them. Because very likely they chose to disappear for a not very good reason. Exactly. And there's and they are in danger of some sort.
1: So... This got some acknowledgement and some criticism. Some people were very for this. Some people were very against this, which is crazy to me because Mm -hmm. this, in my mind, sounds great. But even with the criticism, on March 27th, 2013, the West Virginia House of Delegates approved Schuyler's Law... With a ninety-eight to zero vote, yay! It was a unanimous vote. That's yes, awesome for it. And on April twelfth, two thousand thirteen, the West Virginia's um, Senate ununanimous
0: unanimously not they did not have a unanimous vote.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Words, guys. This this just didn't look right. That didn't look right. That's fine. Well, they Anyways. unanimously passed the law and made it... Um, they made small technical changes that they had to make. But the bill... It all got voted on the same day. They passed it. Yep. Yeah. And West Virginia thing. Governor Earl Ray Tom, 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 Tomlin, Tomlin? Tomlin? Tomlin. Sure. Um, he signed the legislation into law in May of 2013.
0: That's awesome.
1: So... That's cool. Yeah, I like when these terrible because you ha, could you imagine how grateful and happy her parents are for this law that are it's going to help other kids right. and her, and their daughter's name will
0: forever be associated mm-hmm. with it mm-hmm. just like the Amber Alert. I mean, mm-hmm. even though Amber, each letter is an acronym that actually stands for something, yeah. but they chose to have that specific acronym to honor the the, the girl for whom it's named. At the very least, I guess you get that. Like, again, I can't imagine. Yeah, no. The trauma of losing a child. And especially losing a child to murder. Uh,
1: And losing a child to somebody that you trusted. Right. Had been in
0: your home and eaten food and all of those things. They
1: they probably thought of... Sheila is like another, it's like a second child exactly. because I know how I was with my friends that I've known for ages and my family has taken them in like yeah. their own and their family has taken me in like my mm-hmm. own or like their own, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I can't imagine how betrayed her parents feel that they, like you said, brought this girl into their home and did, Probably everything that they would have done for Skylar. And every
0: hug they gave her after she had done this do you know what I mean? Like
1: I as could, she's like searching with yes. them and putting flyers
0: up. Oh the dis oh uh, I mean disgusting. that is just a horrific memory. Those things would haunt you like
1: Yeah. Horribly. It's disgusting. Yeah. That was a sad one. That, that was, was a long one.
0: Your case was way sadder than mine. I may I actually
1: think. have to like edit this episode. Okay. I, I've i kind of just stopped editing. Well, re- I've noticed that
0: your episodes are invariably so much longer than mine, at least most of the time. And I think a part of that is because we always stop and chit-chat. We, we record these back-to-back, mm-hmm. and I always feel like mine's kind of the icebreaker, and I just want to get through it. And then we take a little break, and then we record yours, and by now we're kind of... You know, I don't know, we're more relaxed and right. we had more time to think about things. So.
1: And random things just pop up and yes. we start chit-chatting about things. But, but I, I like that. I don't so have a problem with it. But so. yeah, because I've noticed that too. But so next week. Yes. I'm actually really excited <gasps> for next week. We're... I don't have a case picked yet. <laughs> but we're going to? My home state? Yes. Kind of. This Idaho's my home. But I was not born here. I was. I was not. Yeah. So we're going to technically my home state of Texas. Yes. Which so,
0: Falls is where you were born, correct?
1: Wrong. Which oh. Taw Falls is where I moved here from. Okay. I was born Dang it. I was born in El Paso. Oh. Oh, okay. Um, famous city. I actually say the only good things that came out of El Paso are me and Chico's Tacos. So that <laughs> anybody knows about Chico's Tacos. And Marty Robbins. And me and Chico's Tacos. And Marty Robbins. <laughs> So, but yeah, I was born in El Paso, and then we lived in Wichita Falls, and then we moved out of state and then back to Wichita. Surprisingly, being from, in a military family, I've only moved three times. Wow. Since, yeah, because uh, since my dad, maybe, maybe four times because the move from El Paso to Wichita Falls. Okay. But yeah, we went, and I've only lived, yeah, in three states. Three states. states. Which is crazy because normally military families are bouncing right. all right. And my the place. and my
0: childhood was very much like a military families, although my dad was a civil engineer for the Forest Service, which during the seventies, especially sixties and seventies, was like being military—you would get moved around quite a bit. Yeah. and then that kind of stopped. But
1: yeah, it. I, I'm surprised because. Once I got older, I didn't realize it as a kid because we still moved. You know what I mean. But it just wasn't as much as once you get older and you realize you see all of these people, especially living in a military town, you see people, excuse me, come and go all the time. Right. Yeah.
0: And those families that you know who do move every two to three years Mm -hmm. and it's constant.
1: But we've I've been here for fifteen years, so more than half my life I've lived here. So I count Idaho as my home. I was raised here. Yeah. This is my home. And that's how I feel about
0: Mo- Mountain Home. We moved mm-hmm. here right before I turned 13. And I do feel like this This is my home. This mm-hmm. is where my roots are. So
1: Well, and it's it's strange because Mountain Home is kind of like a black hole when it comes to the military. Our, is. our Air Force base,
0: we, it's a black hole. Well, it's infamous for being what's called a homesteading base where people get here and they stay here. And a lot of that was prior to... A lot of your time even. So like when we first moved here in the 80s, Mountain Home was one of only two bases in the world that had the EF-111. And so people just bounced back and forth between those two bases. Mm -hmm. And of course, so you'd end up spending a lot of time. But there's a lot about Mountain Home that for whatever reason, there are a lot of jobs and career tracks here that people can spend a crazy long amount of time that's very unusual for anywhere else in the in yeah. the air force. So. It's
1: it's strange. And yeah. from what I've understood from the couple of people who I've talked to about it, it's because our base has certain jets that most yes. other bases mm-hmm. don't have. So we get a lot of crew chiefs and stuff. Maintenance for anybody who doesn't know the crew chiefs, sorry, sorry guys. We get a lot of maintenance people who are specifically set to work on these that jet jets that only there's only a couple of bases right. that have it so you've got like one out of three or four chance that you're going to be in so it's the same it. thing exactly.
0: it's just it's not that the whole base isn't dedicated to that one jets so. yeah
1: but that <sighs> got off track real that did, that's okay
0: so anyway off to texas next week yep make i'm so, sure there'll be a lot of great murders to find there i'm there super sure will be i'm pretty and, i'm pretty um, excited
1: yeah so thanks again for listening Make sure you check out our Facebook discussion group After you like our Facebook page And then check out check out our Instagram And our Twitter I almost said Snapchat We don't have <laughs> those I don't, know. I don't know why I almost said Snapchat Also if you have any suggestions Which we really love suggestions yep. Like a lot um, Email them at stateofcrimepodcast at gmail.com Or you can just email Message our Facebook page yes. And we both Are able to get those in Normally, I get them first, which is fun, because then I get to steal them, <laughs> steal all the fun cases. Just she kidding. does that. She's evil. We've only gotten one suggestion, and I, d- I did steal it. Oh, I right. snagged it but right But that's up. okay. It's all right. Yeah. She deserves
0: it for all... She puts in a lot more works.
1: <laughs> so yeah. yeah, please send us your suggestions. We really appreciate them. Our procrastination needs suggestions <laughs> when it comes to things like that. So yes. text us next week. Yep. And we're super grateful for all of
0: you who listen.